What's up, guys? Hey, how's it going? We're back. And uh, today we've decided to do kind of a continuation episode from yesterday. Because just mm-hmm. we did say we were going to mention our um, letters. I don't know what they're called. Our personality. And just mentioned at the beginning of the episode. Our Myers-Briggs. I think they're called yeah, the yeah. Myers-Briggs. Um, but today we actually decided to talk about them. Justin John, that's what we're talking about today. So I was correct with what I uh, stated about my, my, my personality. I am an INFPA. That is, that is my personality. Kind of what, and that, the, the 16, 16 personalities website says that I am a mediator. So kind of around you, what you got? Yes. Yes. I got also, I, I believe I said this yesterday. I am an ENFP. Um, and my personality is the campaigner. And so mm, fancy little, that is fancy. Yeah. Very fancy. Um, I'm going to read the, the percentages because after I took the test, I gave percentages of like how much of this and that I am. So I'm 8% extroverted, 92% introverted, which is pretty accurate with how I described myself in yesterday's episode. Uh, 62% intuitive, 38% observant, 49% thinking, 51% feeling. I, I was on the edge there. Uh, uh-huh. 32% judging, 68% prospecting, 60% assertive, and 40% turbulent. What you got, Connor? Okay, mine. <laughs> at least the first one. The first pretty... one's insane. I mean, the first one is yeah. insane. Is <laughs> is crazy? So my first one is ninety nine percent extroverted and one percent introverted. <laughs> Look uh, at that! Look at that! Take, take that as you will. Um, next on we got. 56% intuitive and then 44% observant. So I was pretty pretty close there. Yeah. Um, I was 26 thinking and then 74 feeling. So more feeling. Mm-hmm. Uh, 33 judging, but 67 perspective. Oh, we were so really th- close there. That yeah, was, we were. Yeah. And then I think we were close on this one too. I, I'm 64 assertive and yeah. 36 turbulent turbulent yeah we were very close on that um so on this but web- that's the thing we're we're close on all of them you're an i'm an ENF, enfp and you're an infp that's true yeah and we're both assertive so yeah yeah i never realized there's this after they like do this additional one. you know and a little extra um, yeah no, but uh, on the website, I'm going to put this website in the show notes so you can all go figure out what you are after after listening. They kind of let you kind of see, you know, what they kind of say you're like. So there's an introduction, then there's a strength and weakness tab, a romantic relationship tab, a friendship tab, parenthood, career paths, workplace habits, and then there's a conclusion. And we're just kind of br- going to breathe through all those together. So I'll, sure. I'll, I'll do my introduction first, and I'm just going to kind of read the bits and pieces that kind of pop out. Um, so first off, I comprise of just 4% of the population, um, which is, you know, and I think your percentage is lower, if I remember you stating. Um, I don't, I can't, it doesn't say. Yeah, but. Oh, it, no, no, yours is lower. Yours is really? four, mine's seven. Mine's seven. Ha, 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 ha. Yeah. Um, okay, there's something <laughs> about like uh Fantasy worlds in particular fascinate mediators more than any other personality type. The strength of the visionary communication style lends itself well to creative work, and it comes as no surprise that many famous mediators are poets, writers, and actors. So mm-hmm. there's that. I mean, creative through podcasts, you know. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Um, and this is just the headline of, of this one paragraph they get onto, and it says, Listen to many people, but talk to few. I feel like that that Ooh. is quite accurate for me because I do I do just listen. Yeah. I, I enjoy listening to people. Um, right? How many podcasts do you listen to? Oh, there's a lot. There's like four <laughs> main ones I listen to, and then there's just this like giant pool of other ones. I'll be like, okay, I want to listen to a podcast by these guys today, or right. so on. So yeah, I listen to a lot of different voices. Um, uh huh. And then uh, just just some mediators that you may know that I can uh, you know relate to 
J.R.L. Tolkien, great, great uh, author of the Lord of the Rings series. William Shakespeare, what can I say? What can I say? After <laughs> after we did that episode uh, talking about the, the, oh, what was the word we used? Twangle. Twangling. Twangling, yeah. Yes. Shakespeare. Alicia Keys. <laughs> I mean, she's pretty cool. Tom Hiddleston, I like him. Uh, Johnny Depp. Oh, speaking of Lord of the Rings, Frodo Baggins, Arwen. I mean, and the list goes on and on. But yeah, mm-hmm. and that's kind of my introduction page. So kind of why don't you why don't you introduce yourself? I guess. Okay, my introduction is uh, that I am a sociable peeper, people pleaser. Mm-hmm. Um, no, it says that we're more than just sociable people pleasers, though. We are like diplomat cousins. Hey. Um, we read between the lines with curiosity and energy. Uh, see, life is this big, complex puzzle, but we're not analysts about it. Um, we see more through it through a prism of emotion, compassion, and mysticism. That's kind of... Look at that. For 7% of the population... Um, we uh yeah we're it's all about like having social and emotional connections with other people uh very like charming like charming is an attribute independent and energetic compassionate uh is the deal and then this one kind of makes me chuckle a little bit because the headline is don't lose that little spark of madness which is like kind of funny just because like denotatively i am mad in a way like because i have bipolar disorder like so, so it's like, like really yeah. getting yeah right it's like they're hitting me like right on where my brain yeah what you work what so, you've been hey. saying so far it's all been like <laughs> i'd say pretty descriptive of you in a way for sure oh yeah there's the an enthusiastic spirit on the dance floor hey dude hey, i yeah. love dancing there you go <laughs> uh often with a suddenness that can surprise even their closest friends yeah yeah yeah, I like having hidden talents, that's for sure. And just being like, boom, did you know I was a dancer too? Yeah, that's that's all like it's always fun when you can be like, Yeah, I also do this. But, yeah. But yeah, just like yeah. That that would be yeah, that's my introduction. Now who uh, are, do you want to move on? Who are some famous, oh, people? famous people? Yeah, I, I wanna know. Famous um Mark Twain. Oh, yeah. There you go. Doctor Seuss. Okay, that's pretty cool. Uh, <laughs> Robin Williams, mm-hmm. um, and I think you talked about Robin Williams see. in your last in the last episode. Yeah, I did. Um, shoot, where'd it go? Okay, here it is. Uh, Charles Dickens. Gosh, I love Charles Dickens. He's a great author. Anakin Skywalker. What? Oh wait. Ooh. I don't know. <laughs> is that good or bad? I don't know. Uh-oh. Anakin- he didn't kill all the younglings, as Obi Wan said. He comes back. <laughs> no, he he comes back at the end. Yeah, that's um, true. That's true. Yeah. Uh, all right. Wendy from Peter Pan. Oh, Ariel cool. from Little Mermaid. Cool. All right. Uh, Will Rogers. But yeah. You ready for some strength and weaknesses? Strengths and weaknesses. Hit me with your strengths and weaknesses. All right. So these are my strengths. I'm an idealist idealistic my friends and loved ones will come to admire and depend on them for their optimism their unshaken belief that all people are inherently good perhaps simply misunderstood lends itself to an incredibly resilient attitude in the face of hardship i also seek and value harmony and i'm not gonna actually read every single one i always for the first one i'm open-minded and flexible i actually do want to read this one alive a live and let live attitude comes naturally to meteors and i dislike being constrained by rules meteors give the benefit of the doubt too and so long as their principles and ideas are not being challenged. They'll support others' rights to do what they think is right. I'm very creative. I'm passionate and energetic. I'm dedicated and hardworking. Uh, those are my strengths. Now, do you want to read your strengths first before I get into my weaknesses? Sure, we can do that. Yeah, hey, let's go. Let's um, hear it. So first is curious. Mm. So, you know, that imaginative, open-minding, and seeing things... Uh, next is observant. I feel like I never can say that word right, but I am observant. There, I think I said it right then. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
energetic and enthusiastic. That's very true that's, for me. Yeah, that's accurate. Um, yeah. Campaigners won't hold their tongues. They're excited about their findings and share them with anyone who will listen. And if you listen to the TikTok episode, that, that rings true with what I was saying about how I, uh, yeah, I, <laughs> about how I use social media to talk to people, not to listen. Um, <laughs> but then there's, then there's excellent communicators, which I think is also true oh, yeah, because, yeah. you know, if I'm not on the social media, then yeah, I, I love having deep talks with people, meaningful talks with people. Mm -hmm. Um, and then it says knows how to relax, which I think is true. Um, you know, you know how to chill, you know how to vibe. Yeah chill vibes yeah it's usually just like assessing a situation and knowing how you fit into it and then knowing mm -hmm. not to be overwhelmed by that situation yeah, and then yeah. the next one is very popular and friendly which i also think is true because yeah. i talk to a lot of people you definitely do <laughs> and i like i'm the kind of person who and i did this a lot um just this past year in chicago is that i heard about a show that was happening like, I knew some people in the show, but, like, I wasn't really friends with them. Mm -hmm. And I would just go to the show anyway, because who doesn't want to go to a show by my, by themselves? And then, like, by the end of the night, I was just hanging out with those people. Like, I, I, I just became friends with those people mm -hmm. by talking to them, like, spontaneously. So, it's just little things like that. Yeah. But now, on to the weaknesses. The weaknesses. Oh. <laughs> oh. Okay. <laughs> I am too idealistic. I am too altruistic. Meaning I mm -hmm. sometimes see myself as selfish, but only because they want to give so much more than they're able to and so on and so on. I'm impractical. Uh, I can neglect, you know, just practical, logical stuff, I guess, which I, I can see. I dislike dealing with data. I'm focused on the big picture, so I forget that the forest is made of individual trees and I'm in tune with my emotions and morality. And when the facts and data contradict their ideals, it can be a real challenge for them. I do hate data and all that kind of stuff. Uh, I take things <laughs> personally, um, um. which I avoid conflict as much as possible. I will put a great deal of time and energy into trying to align their principles and criticisms into a middle ground that satisfies everybody. I can kind of agree with that. That one's a little out there. Uh, difficult to know. I am private, reserved, and self-conscious. This makes them notoriously difficult to really know, and their need for these qualities contribute to the guilt they often feel for not giving more of themselves to those they care about. That I can also agree with. I would consider myself difficult to know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, what you got? Yeah, dude, you're so difficult to know. All right, know. well, I, I want you to know me. You see, you're... you're... <laughs> <laughs> Come on now. No, I, I think I see the lens in which you are viewing it. Now, for me, um, here it says poor practical skills. Uh, so it says that, like, I have skills with unkept administration and follow through on those projects struggle without more hands-off help to push day-to-day -day things along campaigners ideas are likely to remain just that ideas which i feel like that's not true it's definitely like you'll i mean you you wanted to write a paper about pandas and you're told not to but you still kind of went and did your stuff about pandas <laughs> <laughs> that's true i i think i do have the ability like if i if i find something that if you're I'll be passionate like, no, about I'm it i'm gonna do that yeah yeah i don't daily like i don't yeah i don't rely on other people for like that push but at the same time my room is so messy it's <laughs> yeah oh. so maybe that's what they're talking maybe. about maybe yeah, yeah, yeah there's some relation there next it says that i find it difficult to focus um, saying that it's hard for campaigners to maintain interest at task at as tasks drift towards routine administrative matters and away from broader concepts. Huh. Um, I don't know. I feel like I'm pretty good at focusing. I, I, I do. I read a lot, and that makes yeah. me good at focusing. I mean, yeah, just reading in general is 
you know, something <laughs> you have to focus on. Right. So. so maybe I don't know about that one. Um, next is overthinks things. Um, which this is said they don't take things at face value. They look at underlying motives, and I, in a way, that can be true. I believe, which I think that comes along with reading because you always look for deeper meaning whenever you're reading. Mm-hmm. However, there are times whenever I do take things at face value. I'm not sure. I I don't know. I think this is at least half accurate, maybe more. Um, get stressed easily. Now, this is something I've been working on. Now, in the past, if you if you were to talk to me two years ago, hell yeah, I got stressed easily. But I don't know. I. I don't think I get stressed as much as I used to have been. Like I'm a lot better at managing it. I I have practiced mindfulness a lot since then, and I'm also on like medication that make me not stressed. So yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, next is highly emotional, which is very true. I'm very emotional. Um, yeah, campaigners view it as a core part of their identity. It can come out strongly enough to cause problems, um, particularly whenever stress, criticism, or conflict, they can experience emotional bursts that are counterproductive at best, which I will get behind that. I, mm-hmm. I, I think that that is something that I always will need to work on is, um, you know, separating emotion from just raw, like, anything. Like, keeping yeah. emotions out of it. Um, because they can be a bit of a loose cannon sometimes. And then it says independent to a fault. So it says that we don't like being micromanaged um, and they want to be seen as highly independent mm-hmm. of their own fates, even profe- uh, processors of an altruistic wisdom that goes beyond draconian law. Gosh, this is so frivolous language here. Uh <laughs> Uh, the challenge for campaigners is that they live in a world of checks and balances pill they are not happy to swallow hmm. and yeah I think that is true for me I, I do I am pretty good at being independent but also I don't know <laughs> I don't know I, I, don't know. <laughs> I don't know let's go to the next section alright alright next is romantic relationships so mediators dream of a perfect relationship, forming an image of this pedestal ideal that is u- their unique soulmate, playing and replaying scenarios in their heads of how things will be. This is a role no person can hope to fill, and people with the mediator personality type need to recognize that nobody's perfect and that the relationships don't magically fall into place. They take compromise, understanding, and effort. And then the style is love all, trust a few, do wrong none. Fortunately, these are qualities that mediators are known for, and while it can be a challenge to separate long fostered fantasy from reality, mediators' tendencies to focus on their attention on just a few people in their lives means that they'll approach new relationships wholeheartedly with a sense of inherent value, dedication, and trust. We are not necessarily in a rush to commit. After all, we are prospecting types. Uh, and then, as our relationship takes hold, people with the mediator personality type will show themselves to be passionate, hopeless romantics while still respecting their partner's independence, and so on and so on. And then this next title says, better three hours too soon than a minute too late. The aversion to conflict while contributing greatly to stability in the relationship when done right is probably the most urgent quality for mediators to work on. Between their sensitivity and imagination, mediators are prone to internalizing even objective statements and facts, reading into them reading into them themes and exaggerated consequences, sometimes responding as though these comments are metaphors designed to threaten the very foundations of their principles. Naturally, this is almost certainly an overreaction, and mediators should practice what they preach and focus on improving their ability to respond to criticism with calm objectivity rather than irrational accusations and weaponized guilt. And then, <clears throat> yeah. So I guess... So how do you feel? Does this apply to you, Paul? Because I will I be honest, I have never really talked to you much about romantic relationships before. I don't really think this would apply to me in terms of it talking about how, you know, we put people up on this pedestal and then, you know, we, we you know, the part about prone to internalizing even objective statement and facts, reading them themes and exaggerated consequences. I don't think I would like 
overreact to something or I would like to envision myself as a pretty chill person. Uh huh. So I don't I don't think this is yeah. too accurate, at least for me. But you know, you right. can't get you can't get everything right. That's true. What That's do you, true. What do you got? Okay. So romantic relationships just from like skimming it. It seems like they're saying that like there's a bunch of excite. Mm-hmm. Um they like partners. The bounty of ideas and eye-opening experiences that life has to offer. Relationships are a joyous process of mutual exploration and imagination, a chance to connect with another soul. They take their relationship seriously and are known for their unhibited and unshakable devotion to the people whom they've committed their hearts. Now, they say they can tolerate such as a formal process, shit qualities and flames of affection. Okay, yeah, 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 okay, whatever. Uh, so this says, okay, this this just got me right here. It says, long-distance relationships are quite common among campaigners as they view physical distance as just another idea, no match for concepts of love. I That feels like absolute bullshit, but mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, I don't know. Then it says, uh, demonstrates, yeah, I don't know. The, the the mystery demonstrate <laughs> demonstrates sorry campaigners mystery idealism and deep emotion and such efforts are often kept the flames of of relationship burning bright so just having you know despite this physical separation they're able to keep the flames bright i guess mm-hmm. um says they will express things sexually um, they will explore physical with imagination and passion. Um, well, I, I get that. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're willing to experiment with their partners. Yeah, they're getting into more sex stuff. More um, sex stuff. And yeah, that's that's pretty true. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, it's all about excitement. Um, yeah. The only problem I have with this is they're talking about like relationships and stuff. Like they just talked about how strong the relationship can be. Mm-hmm. And you know, maybe this is just because of where I am in life, but eh, I cannot hold on to anybody. Like it's not like yeah. I'm really trying to either. It's more so that I just find myself flirting with way too many people. Um and then I have to like juggle this whole thing. I don't know. Yeah. Monogamy, that's just a concept. <laughs> at least at least like, like for whenever you're in your 20s i don't think that yeah, yeah yeah you need to be tied down necessarily to one thing I agree. um it says that after okay so campaign it says campaigners go all in with their relationships and if they fall apart despite their efforts they can they can end up plagued with questions about why the relationship failed and what they could have done differently. Now, that's weird because I remember them asking a question, talking about regrets. Like, in in the quiz, they said something about regrets. And I said, no, that, like, I don't... I Like, I said, I disagree. I don't think about things I could have done differently because why... Because mm-hmm. I think it's dumb to dwell over those things. So that seems like it's false. Um... But I don't know. Yeah, I don't. I guess both. I guess both of the the romantic relationships uh, areas for us were a little little off. Yeah, I think so. Now, now on the friendships, and I've already read this a little bit. And the more important. Yeah, I think friendships is more important, and this one feels very accurate for me. Uh, So I'm just going to read a little bit of it. It says the true friends of people with a mediator personality type tend to be few and far between, but those that make the cut are often friends for life. Uh, The challenge is the many dualities that this type harbors when it comes to being sociable. Mediators crave the depth of mutual human understanding, but tire easily in social situations. They are excellent at reading into others' feelings and motivations, but are often unwilling to provide others the same insight into themselves. It's as though mediators like the idea of human contact, but not the reality of social contact. That paragraph right there is 100% accurate. 
Um, in a lot of ways, this limits the potential pool of friends, other types in the diplomatic role group. But I'm, you know, friends with you, so I guess we're good. Uh, and then it goes on, and then it goes, <laughs> to top it all off, ideas like networking and the friend of my friend is my friend idea hold little weight with mediators, which also pretty accurate. Um, and then uh, th this is, I'm going to read the last paragraph too, because it's pretty, pretty spot on. Mediators will always need to disappear for a while, removing themselves from others so they can re-enter on their own minds and feelings. Often enough, people with the mediator personality type will emerge from this time alone, having come to some momentous decision that even their closest friends didn't know was weighing on them, evading even the option of receiving the sort of support and advice they readily give. Such mm -hmm. is mediator's ways, for better or for worse. I feel like this this has all been pretty accurate. The the friendship mm -hmm. friendship uh whatever category the section, pretty spot on. Mm -hmm. Now what what you got? What what's the campaigner? The campaigner. Uh, this is saying that campaigners are cheerful and supportive. Always sharing and developing ideas and staying open-minded, taking in others' thoughts and feelings. This warmth and uh, <laughs> sincerity uh, makes people with the campaigner personality type masters of drawing people out of their shells. And as a result, they tend to have huge circles of friends, which is very true i yes this is very true and not only do i have huge circles of friends i have multiple circles of friends like even in high school like i had mm -hmm. i had my i had my soccer friends and i had my theater friends and i had my track friends and i had like my friends who were younger than me my friends who were older than me like all this there's so much stuff like there there, there were my friends who were like my ap chemistry friends like that, that like so so many different so many different circles that I've always been tangled in. Yeah. Um, and then, like, whenever going through different places in my life, that's always happened. And then this is saying that um, more outgoing types will naturally gravitate towards them, which that has definitely been true before, where mm -hmm. I've, like, just been friends with people because they're like, hey, you look like I want to be your friend. And, <laughs> like, that yeah. happens. Um like this says, the ability to tune into others and speak their language with that characteristic infectious enthusiasm helps them in this endeavor. And the allure of mystery that reserve types, especially introverted intuitives, bring to the table will keep campaigners intrigued for years. I see this true too. That I I've been told this several times that like my energy is infectious and that you know that's like a big part like my energy mm -hmm. is something that brings a lot to the table now this says that it can be a double-edged sword um oh. yeah they hold their friends in an unrealistic light expecting them to keep up with the constant float of ideas and experiences as they consider integral to life which you know this makes sense because there are times whenever i feel like oh my gosh like i want someone to talk to me about something like but the thing is, like you said, like, you know, more introverted people are like, I'm going to keep this to myself. Mm -hmm. While someone like me, I, I'm very open yeah. to communicating. Literally, I, I will tell you anything. As, as long as, you know, as long as we're on good terms and I feel that the conversation has merited this or that I am comfortable opening up to you, then... I will like lay my entire life out. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Like I'm definitely more <laughs> private. Uh, yeah. And then it shows, it shows like a little cartoon of this guy. He's trying on like a, like, I don't know, clothes and he's looking in front of a mirror and it shows another guy behind him. Um, Actually, this is kind of confusing, but it just made me think that whenever I have friends over and say, like, we're about to go out. So, like, say we're about to go out, you know, it's a Friday night. We're going to go to the bars or something. Mm -hmm. And I have my friends over. I will very often have my friends, like, put on, like, a fashion show for my friends because I, I want to know what I should wear. And I always ask for people's input. Um <laughs> 
So yeah. Then this like final paragraph says that um it says that we're open-minded and sincere enough in friendships, connect with and understand even their acquaintances well enough that they recognize that not everyone expresses themselves in the same ways, and that's okay. And literally, that's just what I just said. <laughs> it's that, yeah. <laughs> um, so the friendships are pretty accurate for both of us. Like, yeah, pretty spot I would on. Agree. Yeah. Um, now, the, ne- the next section, we can't really agree with or yeah, disagree this- with, because it's, it's, we're not in this stage yet of our life. But that is right. a parenthood. So let's see. Let's see what kind of parents we might hypothetically be. <laughs> um, so, mediator uh, people who share the mediator personality type share a tendency to not only strive to learn and grow as principal moral individuals, but to bring like-minded people on that journey with them in their own subtle, often shy way. Mediators want to lead others forward as kindred spirits. They will find no greater opportunity for this than in parenthood. Meteor parents are warm, loving, and supportive and take immeasurable joy in the wide-eyed wonder of their children as they explore, learn, and grow. People with the meteor type will give their children the freedom they need to do this, keeping an open mind and letting their children gain their own sense of understanding. At the same time, meteor parents will try to provide a backdrop to this freedom and experience establishing a set of morals and values that guide the liberty with a sense of personal responsibility. Um, and then it kind of goes on and it says... However, ooh, the sense of responsibility has a harder side. If their children fall foul of their mediator parents' values, it will not be taken lightly. People with the mediator personality type take their responsibilities in parenthood seriously and this, and in this measure above all others. Um, and then it kind of just goes on to say, uh, we convey the abstract value of honesty with mar- remarkable skill, but it's not always easy to equate the idea with practical reality of their children being home from the motives when they say they were going to be. And it's especially challenging when these misunderstandings result in conflict. In these situations, mediator personalities do best with a partner who's able to play a strong hand in more administrative tasks than they can. So they focus on underlying spirit of those rules. So it's kind of talking about how, like, you know, we have mediator people have troubles establishing rules and day-to-day structure so i need to find someone who apparently can do that but i like i honestly i can't like disagree or agree with this because i don't know yet i'm not a parent Uh, Mm -hmm. but you know it's interesting i feel like i could be strict on the on rules and stuff i feel like i could put my foot down as as one says um, but I do like the idea of kind of letting your child uh, kind of figure out the world for themselves. I, I, like, right. I like that paragraph, and I, I definitely agree with that as, in a way of, you know, I want my child to figure out what they want to do and not force something down their throat. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, Connor, what, yeah. kind of, what kind of parent are you? <laughs> this is Well, this is kind of similar to what you were saying, is that... Um, they, it says, if there's anything that makes campaigners great parents, it's the sense of wonder they have for all things new and beautiful. A sense that they will be able to share with their children every day as they learn and grow. So this, and then it goes on to say that like they show love, support, but in an unstructured environment that like results in freedom and creativity. And then it's like, but that doesn't mean that campaigners just leave them for their own. No, mm-hmm. they provide guidance and whatnot. And that was similar. I think you were saying something similar to that, it seems, which makes sense because, like, literally the only difference between our character types is the introverted, extroverted. Now, um, campaigners' parents want to share their children's perspective, share in a world without bonds, bounds. Um, they're playful, warm. I totally, like, I'm totally going to play with my kids a lot a lot (laughs) like my parents played with me as a kid i absolutely loved it my dad and i would wrestle all the time like i totally want to wrestle my kids and give them zerberts on the belly like Mm -hmm. who doesn't yeah yeah. but maybe not everybody but i i'm gonna do that um (laughs) they embrace and encourage productive interests um 
they recognize the value of structure and predictability, the, they're unlikely to have the heart to establish it. So they recognize that structure is good, but they aren't good at establishing the structure. Um, and they may need to depend on their partners to provide some necessary guidelines and discipline from time to time. And I, well, yeah, maybe that will be a problem for me. Mm -hmm. It's good to be on the lookout. They have the advantage of their open-mindedness and empathetic nature, but friends who their children feel comfortable with, making them not just parents, but friends to their children. Okay, yeah. Um, Needn't always depend on their children for broadcasting their subject. Uh, then this, this sentence, or the heading to this next one just says, go on, spread your wings. <laughs> and honestly, I think that says it all. I think that go. says it all. There you go. Spread your wings. Spread your wings and fly. Yeah. Find your wings. Yes. <laughs> so what, what, uh, what's your job going to be? My career path. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> it says uh, it's more challenging for mediators to find a satisfying career than any other type. Shit. Uh oh. Shit. <laughs> Meteor, we often wish that we could just be doing what we love without the stress and rigor of a professional life. Often, with so many things, the answer, answer lies somewhere in the middle. In a line of work that begins with passion and dedication, which comes to require training so that the cat Mia feels intimately linked to that passion. Uh, too many of us, we drift in frustration, ultimately succumbing to the necessities of day-to-day -day life in a job that wasn't meant for them. But it turns out that despite such exacting demands, modern economics places a premium on the very keys of mediators' challenges, their creativity, independence, and need for a meaningful, meaningful relationship with individuals who need their help. Uh, it says that Every mediator's dream, seemingly every mediator's dream growing up, is to become an author. <laughs> what do you What do you have to say to that? I mean, I've had ideas for books and stuff. So, like, is that my mediator inside of me? Well, let's say because I I don't I wouldn't say I necessarily like grew up being like oh I want to write, but like I've always right. had like this creative outlet of like okay I you know I would love to write. Yeah, so I think as far as authors are concerned, there's also that love of literature. And mm -hmm. I'm not saying that you don't like literature, but I also don't see you as a bookworm. I'm not, no, no, no. So what would be the equivalent of an author for something that you're more passionate about? I think it would be, and I mean, it's going to sound corny, podcasting. And not not just <laughs> not just podcasting, uh, but just creating like content that I can share right. with other people, whether it is via podcast or through YouTube videos or Twitch streaming. It's just I've always wanted to just create stuff and throw it out there for people to see. Yeah. Which yeah, I feel like it is pretty equivalent to being an author in that mm -hmm. way. Yeah, I agree. Um so I completely kinda I, I can align with what this is saying. Um it also says that I'm going to go down here. It takes, but the real beauty here is that it takes a core interest that people with the media personality type share while helping a cause they believe in independently through creative expression and personal growth and make it applicable to any interest there is. So it's saying that we need to use what we got and apply it to what we do. Um, and then it, it kind of talks about how we will still prefer personal touch, working face to face with clients uh you know interacting with people which i feel like you can do in a like a media like sense when you're releasing content you can talk to the people you're releasing all that kind of stuff so i still see that um and then the last paragraph kind of states how meters will not strive or thrive in high stress team heavy busy environments that burns them with bureaucracy and tendium Mirrors need to be able to work with creativity and consideration. High-pressure salespeople, they are not. That was a little Yoda right there. Uh, it can be a challenge to avoid these rules, as these are the basis for so much starting work. And it's often a risk to take a break away into something less dependable but more rewarding. To find a career that resonates with mediators' values, though, that's more than just a job. Sometimes it's what needs to be done. 
Hmm. So I feel like it was pretty, you know, it was there in terms of like, you know, I would like to create this, you know, just create stuff and, and, you know, have that interaction with an audience, I guess. Um, right. So I can, I kind of see what it's saying. So, mm-hmm. and it's also talked about like how, you know, don't like working in, you know, groups and all that. And I also skit that too. I, I totally see that. So mm-hmm. now what about you? What's, mm-hmm. what's a campaigner do for, for a job? Um, campaigners. First, they're saying that campaigners want to do everything. Mm. Uh, so it's like they're seeing every fruit on the tree and they're like, I want to eat it all, but they can only okay. have one. So it's like you need to be the tri- The campaigner personality type is to take advantage of the quality of like wanting to do everything. Um, mm-hmm. Then using that to uh, like propel yourself into the world. Um, so then it's saying that... <clears throat> Their skills, they have like really good skills and the ability to network um, that matches like their communication styles. Um, they will be able to work with others, explore others' perspectives, and glean new insights to the project. Um, much of modern progress stems from incorporating other studies into typically diso- disassociated fields, and no one is better equipped to merge both bo- broad interests and talent energetic and future-minded campaigners Hmm. um so this is yeah it's saying that they're good with human interactions and social networks which i would say is true yeah and this put them in a solid foothold in any human science or service from psychology counseling and teaching to politics diplomacy and detective work Mm -hmm. um all these fields have another important similarity they are in constant development, shifting, presenting new angles and new approaches. It's simply not possible to be good in these fields and content with the things that they are. And this is where campaigners truly shine. So then it goes on to say that they're bad in uh, uh, systems with strict regimens or a hierarchy, which I totally see this is true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't see myself working as a, a, a typical desk job like i don't see myself as a pencil pusher because i would hate that so much um it says that they don't like repetition predictability or board um and they like pushing boundaries and like the problem with these strict regimens is it 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 inhibits them from asking the question or of asking or it inhibits them from questioning the status quo Mm. Uh, so if you're somewhere where you like you have to do something that's not where they they thrive. Um, yeah. And then it says that careers would be like uh, writing, journalism, acting, TV reporting, things like that. I mean, which that fit, I that all of you. those things. Yeah. I'm like that fits all you. of those things look cool. <laughs> um, but yeah, they establish uh, the best way forward for campaigner personalities is to establish themselves as entrepreneurs and consultants blazing their own trails and taking on whatever project is most fascinating so yeah i i think that as far as career path this this is um done a good job of capturing what my mm-hmm. what my personality now what do you do when you're in so oh, what are your workplace habits so there's there's these two sentences that, that are written that just like yeah yeah they they work with me uh the the, yeah they flow uh in the workplace mediators face the challenge of taking their work and their profession personally to mediators if it isn't worth doing it isn't really worth doing and the (laughs) sense of moral purpose in their work colors everything from how they respond to authority to how they express it so that, that bit, I was like, yeah, I can, you know, like if I feel like it isn't worth doing and like I don't see what the point is, I'm really going to be like, oh, do I really have to do this? Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's how I am with like, you know, I'm in an astronomy class or, you know. Are like, you in an astronomy I class? I am in, in an astronomy class. Like, what's the point how of it? How is that? 
What's the point of it if my major is management? Why do I need to know about the stars, right? <laughs> so, like, yeah, yeah I, right. I, I completely get that. Also, the class is going all right, but, like, yeah, you know, whatever. Um, also, we would much rather immerse ourselves in a project alone or with a close team than simply be told what task to do and move on. I can agree with that, too. I'd like to just be, like, given something, you know... And like close team, I can you know I'm okay with close teams. I can do that. Right. Um, and then I will find uh, blah 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 blah. Sorry about like. Okay, I, that's just that's my subordinates. Now my colleagues, I feel most comfortable among colleagues. They aren't interested in controlling others, and have a similar distaste for being controlled. Among their colleagues, mediators will feel freer to share their ideas. And while they maintain some psychological distance, they will make an effort to be pleasant, friendly, and supportive so long as their co-workers reciprocate. I can kind of agree with that uh, for the mm -hmm. most part. Uh, as managers, it says we are most likely to seem like managers. Our attitudes lend respect to every subordinate, preferring communications as human beings rather than being a boss, employee, opposition. Um, people with media personality type are flexible, open-minded, and give their subordinates the tools they need, be they responsible, delegation, or an intuitive and respectful. Blah, blah. So it's kind of saying, like, yeah, we won't be able to be managers because we don't like that idea of a boss-employee kind of interaction. And, you know, we don't like the idea that sometimes, you know, a boss needs to be a boss. So we need to make the big decisions. Wait, what's your major, Paul? Uh, management so that yeah i was i was getting i was gonna get to that I, I was gonna i was about to get to that where i was gonna say yeah i don't agree with that because like for example my major is is management uh also like just throughout high school you know being class president or you know i was kind of in mm -hmm. charge of the park village crew and you know mm -hmm. i i was kind of in, i was in charge over at trump in the land i did their outdoor stuff I liked mm -hmm. that. I liked, you know, I was completely cool with telling someone, hey, you're going to go work in the courtyard today. Even though I knew it was going to be terrible, even though I knew they were mm -hmm. going to have a terrible time, I was okay with doing that. But I also, <laughs> I also get the whole, you know, uh, we don't like the whole boss employee thing because, like, I do feel bad sending them to the courtyard where, I mean, most, uh -huh. I feel like most people would be like, okay, yeah, go do your work there. While me, when I when working at, for example, at Park Village doing outdoor outdoor stuff, I usually try to like balance it out with the other workers. Where like, yeah, I know you guys are doing some pretty bad stuff, so I'm gonna give myself some bad stuff too. So hopefully we can balance that out. Right. So like, I guess in that sense, in terms of like, I don't want to make them feel like they're doing like all the the crappy work, and I'm just sitting up on right. the pedestal, you know, riding the rat doing the ride mowing. Um, uh-huh so yeah ride I get, mode's I, great it, ride mode's very great uh great time to listen to podcasts <laughs> let me tell you um yeah it's so like i i get that uh you know angle they're coming at but i definitely like enjoy being a like manager so yeah i mean that bit not not too you know i can't relate with that that last bit too much um, right so yeah, hmm. what what about you? What about you? Is there something? So the is there something place? in there that says you shouldn't be an English major? <laughs> <laughs> Not quite that explicitly, no. No, it was no, like no, this no, was no, a direct no. shot at me. Yeah. Let me tell you, that was that was a shot at you. So, workplace, um, they like this is going on what pretty much has been saying the whole time is like they like that you know interact creativity that work work um warmth and open-mindedness it says that we're good um we're good listeners um so we're good at like assessing other people and mm -hmm. taking their ideas account, taking their emotions their moves into account and then using that to do a consensus so it's good like having people to work alongside now it also, yeah, it says good at analyzing. Yeah, that's what I was just saying. Um, now, it also says that 
Yeah. They're good at uh, they're good at brainstorming. Mm-hmm. So they're good at uh, just coming up with ideas and working in a team, um, which I see this is true for me because I've always, yeah, groups projects cannot be the best sometimes, but I've always been good at them. I'm always good at uh, working with people and getting things done. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes people can be like, I was just in a project last semester and the people, they just, they took so long to get their stuff done. And then their writing was trash and I had to edit the whole thing. And that was annoying, but whatever. And I had to do that for whenever I was, dude, was so... but it says that if you're with, uh, if you're with um, equals, if you're among equals, then it's their forte, which I think is true. Mm-hmm. Then it says that for management, they're not good at it um, <laughs> because know. they behave too much like a colleague. And it says that they you, establish real friendships. You would totally be that Leslie Nope. Yeah. <laughs> you seen Parks and Rec? Yeah. I yeah. Know. You'd totally just like, be that first. Be you'd friends. be like, hey, let's go out to the bar. Get a drink, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you were totally... Yeah. Right. Right, this is what they say. They said, uh, they established real friendships and used broad popularity to inspire and motivate, taking on the role of leader, working alongside their subordinates rather than shouting desks. Um, which I think is true. Mm-hmm. Uh, that I, 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 I build teams through camaraderie. Now problem with that is like like it's challenging for me at that like what you were saying with the whole distributing work i hate distributing Mm. i hate doing because i always i don't want the other people to do things that they don't like so i will do i will do the worst shit just so no one else has to do the bad stuff because i want everyone to like be having fun or like be doing mm-hmm. good and i ah, i think that's just because i know that one i can take it but also you trust your own work I, yeah yeah i do that but also i kind of um I kind of self-martyr myself sometimes. Mm-hmm. Like I'll be like, I'll do the bad stuff because, like, I I worry more about others, like others' benefits than my fault or my. What's how do I? Like I'm I'm more worried about other people having a good time than I am about myself having a bad time. So I, I would have myself have a bad time before I would let others have a good. Or be- the before, I I uh, I said that wrong. <laughs> yeah, you did. I I would let myself have a bad time in order to to have others have a. There you go. Now, yeah, uh, thank you. Uh, <laughs> so this is saying, yeah, this is saying stuff like that I guess, which I think is also true because like I'm the youngest child, so I, I've never necessarily been in that leadership position just like growing up i've always been known to kind of be a follower in that sense like i've always been the one trying to hang out with my brother's friend so i'm always Mm. i always see myself as the youngest in a social setting which is weird now because now i'm mostly at least in college where i am kind of the oldest um, i'm yeah i'm pretty much the oldest in every in every situation and i see that coming out and it's hard for me to be like, okay, now I need to have everybody pick up the pace because communication is a thing that young people are terrible at. And uh, yeah, communication and also communication, they're so bad at. Mm-hmm. And then just general maturity is also a problem that I see in like, you know, young people, 18 year olds who just got out of high school and they're just like, oh, I understand. I don't have to. I don't have a curfew anymore, and uh, if I get drunk tonight, my parents are gonna know. Uh, <laughs> just because I've been away, like I've been that way for so long, that I can just get frustrating. That's that's yeah. like actually being really specific, but yeah, I think that this is pretty accurate. Um, it says that they just need time to adjust their communication, so it's the most efficient style. Mm-hmm. 
always shine through, helping them smooth things over and adapt to the needs of their team. Okay. Yeah. On to the, so the onto the conclusion. Now I'm just gonna read the first two paragraphs because everything else is talking about how they want you to get their premium profile, uh, which I'm sure <laughs> costs money. Uh, so what it says is, uh, in conclusion, few personality types are as poetic and kind-hearted as mediators. Their altruism and vivid imagination allows mediators to overcome many challenging obstacles more often than not, brightening the lives of those around them. Mediators' creativity is invaluable in many areas, including their own personal growth. Yet mediators can easily uh, be tripped up in areas where idealism and altru altruism are more of a liability than an asset. Whether it is in finding <laughs> or keeping a partner, making friends, reaching dazzling heights on the career ladder, or planning for the future. Mediator mediators need to put in a conscious effort to develop their weaker traits and additional skills. That's what it says. Dude, so that is crazy because that's like exactly the same exact setup for how mine. I'm just going to read mine and you're going to, you, you'll see. Okay. Uh, few personality types as are as creative and charismatic as campaigners. Known for their idealism and enthusiasm, campaigners are good at dealing with unexpected challenges and brightening the lives of those around them. Campaigners' imagination is invaluable in many areas, including their own personal wow. growth. Wow. <laughs> yet, <laughs> yet campaigners can be easily tripped up in areas where idealism and kindness are more of a liability than an asset. <laughs> Whether it is finding or keeping a partner, <laughs> staying calm under pressure, reaching dazzling heights on the career ladder, or making difficult decisions, campaigners need to put in a conscious effort to develop their weaker traits and additional skills. Oh hey, that God. was pretty, you know, <laughs> just a couple <laughs> words were switched there. No, I, you were reading it and I was like, wait a second, this is what mine says. <laughs> oh. But yeah. Cool. Yeah. All right, well... I hope y'all like listening to us kind of dive into what our personalities are, I guess, or what, what 16 personalities says. I'd say it's pretty accurate. Like it, it's, it's pretty spot on other than the couple areas that I mentioned. Um, yeah, it hits, it hits on ways. I think that t taking personality tests and whenever people like people, the criticism that I hear whenever it comes to personality tests is that they are, seem like they're defining you or they're trying to yeah uh, and you can't really say that. this is who you are and right however i i see this as they are putting things in front of you and saying it's like challenging yourself to see yourself in this light or see yourself through this lens and it's kind of like a way to self-evaluate just um understanding what your emotions are and like then putting putting a personality type to it putting an a to b kind of charting it and maybe not everything lines up but it's good to look at yourself through uh, a new way or through a, a formalized way mm -hmm. you know even if the sentences even if the sentences very very simple uh yeah, yeah <laughs> you can change yeah, yeah. a few keywords to make a difference yeah but yeah, I yeah I had fun working yeah, through this. Yeah, this is this is cool. Uh, yeah, and I'm gonna throw the link in the in the footnotes. It's the sixteen person. I think it's sixteenpersonalities.com, and you all can kind yep. of you all can dive into your own personalities. Uh, mm -hmm. But on but on that note, I think we're gonna call it, and uh, we'll see you all tomorrow. Tomorrow, tomorrow. All right. Uh, bye bye.